You're listening to The Lovish Podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Sita Hood, vision architect and licensed therapist. Each week, I'm going to help you to develop the belief and strategy necessary to make an immediate impact on the world by deep diving into topics like mental wellness, faith, relationships, and you guessed it, love. I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Welcome back for another episode of the Lovish Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Sita Hood, vision architect and licensed therapist. What's in your mug today? We are officially in September. Okay. That means that it's fall. It's time for us and iced coffee. <laughs> iced coffee on deck. Okay. We have the pumpkin iced chai. Ice pumpkin chai. <sighs> Y'all know they put the pumpkin foam on top of it and it's a special drink. That's because it was a hit last year. Okay, let's dive into the content of this episode. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, here we go. There's a story of a young girl who started off in an abusive situation. So she was the youngest child of her parents' lineage and her older brother was really abusive to her. As a result of his abuse, she basically tried to stay hidden, stay out the way. And her brother arranges a marriage for her to the leader of this barbaric culture, right? Naturally, she was shocked. She was taken aback. She was scared and she was overwhelmed being immersed into this new culture. So for her wedding present, and here's where you are maybe going to guess who I'm talking about. For her wedding present, she was given three dragon eggs. And she had no clue what to do with them off top. But fast forward a little bit of time. And finally, after feeling miserable for so long, she decided that enough is enough. She was tired of sitting back and letting other people decide her future. So she wanted to do something. She wanted to make something happen. And she was like, yo, this is either going to be the dumbest thing I've ever done or the wisest thing I've ever done. And as she is in the process of making the move, she doesn't know which one she's actually doing. She don't know if it's dumb or wise. So what she does is she throws herself into the fire with the three dragon eggs and people was like, oh, well, that's it. She did. She gone. And they was looking because they couldn't believe that she did that, that she got so overwhelmed that she would do something so dramatic. And you might have people in your life looking at you like that right now. That's like, is it really that serious? I don't know, girl. Take a step back. It, it don't take all of that. You don't got to do all of that. They feel like the move that you're making is super dramatic, right? So the fire actually had the opposite effect on her. She comes out even stronger, even braver, and even bolder than she was before. Because before when she was going into fire, before that, she started to kind of start to feel herself a little bit. Because, you know, when you get fed up and frustrated and, you know, things start happening to you, it pushes you into becoming a different person, right? Because you're tired. So you start saying stuff you may not have said before, doing stuff you may not have done before. Here's my question. Was it actually the fire that changed her? 
Or was it the experience that she created for herself that caused her to see life differently? And it also caused her to see who she was differently. So was it the experience that she created or was it the fire? What you think? Okay, that's actually a trick question, okay? (laughs) Because actually it was both. Both of the things changed her. Both the pain that she experienced in the past, but also how she chose to make a move and her entire world shifted based on the bravery and a mindset shift around how she viewed herself. That girl grew up to be Daenerys Targaryen. Yes, she was a Targaryen. She was always a Targaryen, right? Mother of dragons. And honestly, I ain't gonna hold y'all. Daenerys was my girl up until the end. She started tripping and she was still my girl. I was just like, Daenerys, Daenerys, come on back. Daenerys, if you watch the show, please, please, please let me know. Comment, give me some feedback below. But she always had Targaryen blood flowing through her, through her veins. And therefore she always possessed the strength that she found in the fire. But sometimes it takes a little bit of fire to bring out who you are, right? It takes a little bit of friction to bring out who you are. She had to believe that she could change her life first and foremost. So my question is, what are your beliefs about you? How do you see you? Self-image is exactly what it sounds like. It's how you see you. And I think that your story is probably like Daenerys' story. I think that people have dictated the terms of your life and handed you stories about who you are for such a long time now. And I think that that's happened so much that you might be having trouble separating what is a thought or a narrative or a story that was given to you versus what you truly believe. And honestly, that's a major problem because we're trying to grow. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about beliefs that are currently destroying your self-image. But first, a word from our sponsor for this episode. Meet me poolside in Arizona? You're tired of feeling alone and trapped in a cycle of mediocrity. You're tired of constantly juggling all the things to work in a job where you have no control over the work you do. And if one more person tells you just how easy it is to manifest your dreams, you are going to scream. You don't want to keep complaining because you know you're really blessed but you just feel really miserable where you are and terrified to take the first step. That's why we're here. We're the Million Collective Inc. and we're gonna help you ditch your notebook and launch your project in as little as three months. It's time to unlock the boldest version of you. No more million dollar ideas trapped in your notebooks or in the notes section of your phone. Deep down, you know you've got the genius, the tenacity, and the boldness to bring this project to life. But right now, the path there feels clouded with self-doubt. You want a clear step-by-step strategy to make this project a reality. You want to connect with other bold dreamers just like you. You want a launch strategy that leaves people ecstatic about your project release date. And you want to escape hustle culture knowing the work that you do makes a difference. 
We're looking to partner with you. Join 24K Vision, a 90-day accelerator for audacious visionaries to ditch their notebooks and launch their project. Need the quick details? 90 days of support, accountability, and hot seat consulting on our group calls, a four-day immersive intimate weekend experience at the Andes Luxury Resort and Spa in Scottsdale, Arizona, six months of access to the 24K Club to connect with other audacious visionaries, access to our signature system, the Visionary Blueprint, and so much more. This is not just another program. It is a blueprint and a launch strategy and we can't wait to partner with you to make your dreams a reality go ahead and click the link in the show notes or below this video to learn more welcome back okay let's jump right into it the first lie you are not enough as you are The result of believing this lie, you will try to change who you are. You will try to blend in with the crowd, the culture, or whoever you deem to be cool. And the problem with that is that you miss out on the beauty of owning your individual gifts. You minimize your gifts and you shape shift based on your environment because you don't feel comfortable being you. You don't feel comfortable being emotionally vulnerable. Being vulnerable terrifies you because you feel like the real you is not enough. And that's dangerous because the real you is actually enough, right? And even when we aren't enough, Jesus makes up the gap, right? Lie number two, you believe that you have never accomplished anything. The result? You end up feeling like a piece of hot, stinking garbage, honey. And you subconsciously talk yourself out of ideas before you even have the chance to get started. Raise your hand if that's been you. Anybody? Anybody? Anybody felt like this before. You start looking in the wrong places, trying to take inventory of what you've accomplished. But here's the thing. If you are comparing yourself to somebody else, you will never measure up, okay? But if you're comparing yourself to somebody else, you ain't going to never measure up because you're trying to take inventory using the wrong measuring instrument. You're the blueprint. You're the secret sauce. But you never discover that because you're too busy trying to compare yourself. Think about it like this. If you run a program and you measure the success by the amount of people who showed up and it was only six couples who showed up, you might count that as a failure. Now, let's say that your metric was to generate $1,800 and you charge each couple, each of the six couples, $300 for the event. Well, that's a success, right? That now changes your definition of success because you are using a different measuring system, right? You can can't measure your accomplishments by somebody else's measuring stick. You will always feel like a failure. Lie number three, you are 100% a good friend or 100% a bad friend. And friend is just a general uh, relationship that I'm talking about, but you can add in anything. 100% a good mom, 100% a bad mom, 100% a good spouse, etc. You can add whatever role you're talking about, but the result, you will never be willing to do a self-examination to figure out the areas that you need to grow in. The truth is we all play the villain sometimes. All of us. Who watches All American? 
and I don't watch it no more, and I'm going to tell you why. Spencer get on my ever-loving nerves, okay? And I think y'all already know what I'm about to say. Maybe you feel me. I don't know. If you still watching the show, you probably okay with Spencer. He was way too perfect 24-7, and that's not human, okay? The only perfect human was Jesus, and he was fully God and fully man all in one, okay? And Spence ain't Jesus, okay? Yet, here we see Spence acting like Captain Saver. Come on. Spoiler alert. Well, it probably ain't even a spoiler alert if you caught up, because I'm not even caught up. I haven't watched it in forever, but I'll tell you exactly what did it for me. When the man gave up his football scholarship to go back to his old neighborhood to rebuild, I'm like, okay, now... I ain't gonna say that that's not possible. I know people do that. I know it's possible. I know that it happens, right? But the likelihood of the neighborhood being rebuilt, the likelihood that he could make as dramatic a change as he did in such a short period of time is baffling to me right? I, again, y'all know I support visionaries, dreamers, etc. So I'm here for having a vision, having a dream and seeing something change. But that was just a little bit too far-fetched for me. You mean to tell me the boy gonna give up his college scholarship to go back and a year later the school has changed? Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. You're talking about a lot of systemic oppression, right? And I think it irritates me because I hate systemic oppression and I fight against systemic oppression. And I know that to find resources and to make stuff happen, to change laws, to shift entire dynamics in neighborhoods requires so much more. So I kind of think it's a little bit of a send off to have a movie where there's a character or have a show where there's a character who's so perfect and he just gives up his football scholarship and then boom, everything falls into place and everything is perfect. And now the guys that had so much trauma in their life that was doing the shootouts are now best friends with him. Like, no, 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 no. And people who still watch the show have told me like, oh, they made him less perfect in future seasons. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. You lost me at the football field. It's a no. It's a no. It's a no, it's a no, it's a no, it's a no. Nobody is 100% good. Nobody is 100% bad. You are a mix. And that goes right along with hustle culture. You don't 100% hustle and you don't 100% live a soft life. You in between right there, hustling responsibly. The fourth lie is that you can't co-create your reality. And the result of believing this lie is you never aim for anything outside of your current circumstance because you don't think it's a possibility for you. You won't even attempt to do anything because you're too scared that you're going to fail. You don't believe that you could actually make a difference like Spence. <laughs> so you never try. And if you notice, even as I'm critiquing Spencer, I'm very careful about the words that I'm choosing because a person can make an impact, but it still takes years of toiling and tilling the ground and making stuff happen and putting yourself out there and really rallying support. And if you're not doing that, it's not going to happen overnight, but you can put a dent in things. 
which is why I think that was season two, the end of season two or the end of season three. And I held on for all of that time because at first I was with Spence, right? I was with him. I believed him. He did make some differences in people's lives. Like he was putting himself out there. But when they started to show the perspective of Spence always getting it right, that's when I was like, mm. Okay, that's kind of a send off for kids who watching this, right? Side note, if you think your kids ain't watching this a lot, they watching it. They watching it. They watching it. Okay. <laughs> Line number five, you believe that you have missed your opportunity. And the result of this lie, much like any of the other ones, you will continue to stay in the rut that you've been in because you think you have missed out. You think you was too slow. You think you too old. You think you too young. You think you missed the deadline. You think you can't go after it. You think all of these excuses out there. And honestly, it makes you feel like a piece of crap because you have the perception that everybody out there is winning and you are the odd one out. And it's just not true. It's not true. You haven't missed your opportunity. Nothing is wasted. Even if you missed one opportunity, it doesn't mean that the door won't open for you again in the future. But first, it starts with your belief system. All the lies we're believing are keeping you trapped in your current reality, in your current life. I was talking to a mom who was struggling to take time for herself. She's like, I'm struggling with so much mom guilt, when I take time for me, when I do this, when I do that, and I'm so sleep deprived. And I'm like, girl, sleep deprivation is dangerous. So you're out here feeling guilty for taking time for you or trying to catch a nap or whatever. And in reality, if you are not well rested, your kids are probably in more danger than if you are rested. Why? Because a brain that has not slept, a brain that is not rested, a body that is not rested does not make the same choices that someone who is well rested makes. You need the mental recovery that comes with sleep so that you can be your best self. But you can't even get to thinking about that if you're too busy feeling guilty. So she was like, well, how, how, how do I break the cycle? How do I, you got to rip the bandaid off and you got to just do it, honey. Nike trademark the slogan, just do it. Just do it. You have to do it. So if you found yourself, your story in any of these lies, whether it was all five of them or one or two of them, I want you to know, just like Daenerys Targaryen, just like any other person in the world, you can change your life. I shared on my stories a couple weeks ago. My story is not unique, right? Like I am unique. I am the secret sauce, but my story of overcoming and getting to where I am today is not unique. There are plenty of people who have changed their lives. And let me just set the record straight. If somebody believes, oh, she has stuff handed to her. Oh, she did. The, oh, baby, 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 baby. No, no, no. I got here based on the favor of the Lord, but nothing was handed to me, baby girl. I had to pray. I had to get some demonic holes broken up off of me. Some deliverance had to take place, right? And even beyond that, I had to work hard to get where I am. And for context, I'm a little black girl from the south side of Chicago, from the same neighborhood where bullets flying by, where there's fights in school all the time, where there's not a such thing as a peaceful lunch, right? Right because there's a fight that's likely going to break out 
where there are bullets and shooting at any given day. It don't have to be no holiday or 4th of July, whatever. No, where there's traumatic things that are happening all around you where I have to wear hand-me-downs because we couldn't afford better than that. Like, that's my story where I was told no so many times where my belief system that I can make it out of the hood should not have even been where it was and what it was, except for that's who God created me to be, to believe against all odds. And I didn't think that that was a special part of me or my story until now I'm older and I know that. But as a kid, I couldn't understand why people just couldn't see, well, even if you don't have all the answers, if you believe you can, that's a start. Because if you believe you can do something different, you will go out and look for ways to make that happen. But if you don't believe it can happen, you're gonna stay exactly where you are. So I'm telling you that today. If you've been believing these lies, First and foremost, the lies are what is stopping you from your abundant life. The lies are what is stopping you from living better now. That's what's holding you back. And if you want to do things differently, you can. You can. And if you don't know how, look for the resources. You already know if you're trying to create a program and you want to live your abundant life, if you want to create a program where There is impact and you like, but how could I create clarity when I don't have clarity for me? How can I influence people and change people's lives when I can't even change my life? How can I teach people what I know I know if I'm struggling to organize everything? It's okay. I got you. We got a whole program in 24K Vision where you don't have to do things by yourself. We're going to create order from the chaos that's in your head. We're going to create clarity from all your little sticky notes and your phone notes and everything else. And you're going to create your life of abundance. But it starts with your belief that it's possible. And the thing is, even if you don't want to create a program, you can still do this. I want you to start to imagine what your abundant life looks like. And once you've got that written down, yes, written down, don't do... Don't do the thing where you listen to the podcast and then you try to arrange it in your brain and uh uh-uh, you know you're going to forget. Don't do that. Write it down. Whether it's written in a note on your phone or written down formally in a notebook, write it down. And once you have it written down, I want you to start looking for resources to make it happen. And if you need some support, you already know, hit the link in the show notes or below this video and let's go. 24K Vision ain't going to be open for forever. So if you want to get on in here, come on, come on in. It's time to talk about what I've been loving. Product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends and overall gratitude. Let's get into it. Welcome back for another What I've Been Loving. This week features Marshawn Evans Daniels. (laughs) Prayers to share and notes to pass along for believing bigger. I love this because it literally has a quote here. And then, so she has like a phrase here and then a scripture and then a quote. And on the back, there's space to write a note. So you rip these off and you can include them in cards you can put it on people's windshields randomly you know stuff like that if you want to you can put it in a lunchbox for somebody so I want to read the one that I flipped to oh come on this ain't nothing but the Holy Spirit let me read the one that I flipped to today 
randomly, okay? I promise I did not schedule this. Difficulty does not disqualify us from destiny. I'm praying that any disruptions in your life will become paths for greater intimacy, impact, and influence with God. Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I call you by name. You are mine. Isaiah 43 and 1. And then Marshawn's quote, fixed beliefs about ourselves block us from God's master purpose. For this reason, God disrupts our formed identity to redirect us into our born identity. I think we can't end on no better note than that. You feel me? If you enjoyed today's episode, share the love, share with your mama, share with your auntie, share with your best friend, then head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Reviews help the podcast to grow. Well, that's all I have for you today. I'll see you out in these social media streets. Bye.